What's up, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to CHGO Bulls Podcast, brought to you by PointsBet. Don't forget to use that promo code CHGO, y'all, when you sign up and live your bet life. What's going on? I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's Big Dave. You can follow him at BOW, BWS Sports. That's Will Gottlieb. You can follow him at Won't Gottlieb. Follow us at CHGO underscore Bulls. All right, y'all. Uh, so, whew, five games, kid. Yes. I still haven't quite shaken off mm. that Embiid beatdown from mm. last night. However, Bulls have a winnable game in front of them. Yes, they do. But before we get to that winnable game against the Pistons tomorrow mm. night, we have to talk about the thing that everybody's talking about, which is 0-14 mm-hmm. against the top three teams in each the East and Western Conference. Mm. <laughs> and there's the perfect sound effect well done. to describe... <laughs> Exactly that. Guys, Billy Donovan had an interesting thought about this after last night, their most recent loss, saying that maybe this team, even if they are fully healthy, just aren't quite there yet. I believe we have a gra- uh, graphic of that quote from Billy Donovan post game. There it is. Maybe this team, even if we are whole against some of the elite teams, maybe we're not there. I don't feel that yet, but I do feel really good. These guys are getting better and competing. Mm-hmm. And that was via Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago. Um, speaking of getting whole, we did just get some updates about 15 minutes ago before coming on about those three magical names that Bulls fans keep wondering about. Mm-hmm. Alex Caruso, Lonzo Ball, Patrick Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will, let's start with Caruso because it sounds like maybe he's getting really, really close to a return mm-hmm. here, but it's still, it, like, I'm still hearing doublespeak. We haven't heard any dates about anything. It's It seems a little murky still. Joe Cowley... Um, and Casey Johnson had mm-hmm. some updates prior to us going live here saying Alex Caruso, Pat Will, and Lonzo flew back to Chicago today for individual workouts. Mm-hmm. Caruso and Williams have not been cleared for contact practices until their bone scans are done. So they're going to be looked at by specialists. It seems like that is trending in the right direction, mm-hmm. but at the same time, all we've really heard for them today is that they flew back to Chicago. So mm-hmm. take it for what it is, but... Uh, hopefully trending in the right direction. And then Big Dave, when it comes to Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. we just got an update uh, from Casey Johnson about a half hour ago. Ball hasn't started lateral running or cutting, so his potential practice clearance projects to be later than Caruso's and Patrick Williams. I can't remember where, but I could have sworn last week we saw an update from somewhere yeah. that Lonzo Ball had begun yeah. with cutting and lateral movement on that surgically repaired knee. Mm-hmm. So, question mark? Don't know. We're just guessing. We have no idea, but that definitely was out there. The only lateral movement we saw from him was him like running around dodging his daughter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that right. Video. <laughs> I, adorable I, video, by the way. Very adorable. Yes. I, I think I think I said this last night. I just I'm always skeptical with the knees. We went through a lot in the last ten years or so with Bulls players and their knees. Mm. Uh, you might need to neuralize me for that, but mm, I got you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just let's you know make sure he's right before he comes back. Right. Don't want to rush things. Uh, and get too worked up about this five-game skid that we're on here. Yeah, and I think he's right. Um, I think Lonzo is going to be the one who is going to take his the most time, uh, even if he's cutting laterally or not. I, it's still, I think, going to be that eight-week, you know, kind of thing. Whereas, you know, as you said yesterday, when you're dealing with the wrist, you know, it's a little more manageable mm-hmm. than you're dealing with yep. the knee. So, yeah. and knowing how Caruso is, yeah. you know, knowing how animated he is. Remember, he played with that wrist when right. he injured it. When they play against the Bucks, can you imagine playing there. an NBA game with a broken wrist? Yeah, he's still, he's still no. out there draining threes. You know, he still was an active basketball player doing that. So 
I can just imagine him being the first one to get back because you know that he is just that competitive guy and he sees what's happening with the Bulls and he knows where he's needed and he can't wait to get back there. Uh, Shytown Bobby asking, does cleared for contact mean they will start right away or does that mean a few days away? In uh, my head, it means, to, yeah, start them now. Well, like, so cleared for contact to me means you can you can get in a couple of five-on-five yeah, practices. correct. But we also know that NBA teams are practicing less and less these days, not just like these days compared to NBA eras past, but mm. these days of March getting into April, right. when your primary concern is getting enough guys as close to fully healthy as you can for a playoff run, mm. and, and that taking priority over getting in a practice. True, true. So maybe when it comes to any of these guys, Caruso, Lonzo, and P-Dub, Cleared for contact means, all right, in you go, and we won't necessarily worry about getting you practice time. Yeah, and, and again, even even in those names as far as being cleared for practice, I'm still going with Caruso, you know, maybe more so over Patrick Williams uh, because his wrist injury was a little more severe mm-hmm. um, in what he had to deal with. So, again, I don't mind him taking his time, getting, you know, acclimated to the team and things like that, but I think it's just really all about Caruso and as far as who's going to be back first and who's going to be the one to provide that impact. And the expectations for Caruso and Lonzo once they come back again, I just I want to reiterate what we talked about the other night is that like Powell, 20 years old, has not put together a full season of actually being a super productive player yet. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think if he comes in and plays 10, 12 minutes a night and shows Mm -hmm. some flashes and finds his way into the rotation, I would be really happy with that. I'm not expecting him to be the guy when, mm-hmm. when the Bulls come back. I'm, I'm much more excited to see Lonzo and Caruso together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we can dive more into this later if you want. But I was just looking into some numbers earlier today and um, just trying to be optimistic, trying to find reasons to, to believe that me. when Lonzo and Caruso come back, the Bulls will be good. And – that five-man unit of Caruso, Lonzo, Demar, Zach, and Vooch mm-hmm. has played 189 possessions together. Not very many. Not small many. sample size. <laughs> yeah. But in those 189 possessions, they have a plus 20.5 net rating. Woo. So we're talking about Woo. elite. And uh, among lineups who have played as many or more possessions, that is top eight in the entire NBA. So wow. can't forget about how good those guys are yeah. when they're on the floor. Yeah. When, when we're talking about when exactly these guys will come back from these injuries and the fact that we're getting closer and closer, and it feels like a day's thing now instead of a week's thing, mm-hmm. do you feel like context matters in that we got to get out of this five-game skid? we got to start you know, rattling off some regular season wins again to protect at least home court in the first round. Let's mm-hmm. try to hold on to at least that four seed. Or does context matter the other way in let's not rush anybody back because what matters is the playoffs. And if we slip from four to five, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. If we mm-hmm. slip from five to six, doesn't matter. What What is absolutely the priority is having them healthy for the playoffs. Where do you guys stand on that? Uh, healthy for the playoffs for me. Even though I would say it's about 80-20. But healthy for the playoffs, I think, is what my main concern is. Um We've seen them when they've had their help. We haven't seen them 100% healthy because we've never seen them fully with Kobe White or Patrick Williams on the floor with mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, I don't think they but, played it all together. Right, correct, they? correct. No, yeah. they haven't, not at all. But with the 90% health that we saw, or 95, however you want to put a percentage on it, they were a damn good basketball team, man, and, and a really exciting one, and a one that we just couldn't wait to watch and one that teams were having troubles with uh, constantly. So – I, I really want to see it whole, and I want to see it together, and I want to see 100% healthy 
then go out and attack. But part of me definitely just just like, dude, I, wanna, I just want to get this going, man. Like, yeah. it's it's getting hard, you know, because I'm I'm. It's, it feels good to say I'm not used to dealing with losing streaks anymore. Yeah, you know, this true. is the first five game losing streak of the season. They've only had two four and, game losing. And I streaks. believe only the third losing streak of three games or more. Right. Correct. So it it's not been the norm for the Chicago Bulls this year. And that is a damn good thing to say. So, yeah, but I want to see this team healthy with the playoffs so we can better evaluate that. Yeah, I think that's that's spot on. For me, you're not going anywhere if you're not fully healthy. It would be great to have home court advantage, uh, but I don't think it really matters if you go into a playoff series and, mm-hmm. you know, Lonzo Crusoe, Zach, any of those guys are not at their absolute best. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Love Music Video Art on YouTube who said, hey, you're live, but I've missed so much. Dang. No, you haven't. We're just getting no, started. We're just starting, baby. You've missed 10 minutes. We got 50 more. We got more for you. <laughs> uh, Anish on YouTube said, do you think the, when they're healthy, they'll go with Caruso, Zoe, Zach, DeMar, Vooch, and the starting five? That could work, especially given Io's development in an expanded role this season. So basically the question being, when Caruso's ready, mm-hmm. throw him into the starting lineup along with Zach Enzo and Demar and Vooch, um, as opposed to you know what Pito comes back, mm-hmm. throw him in there. As opposed to the two the twin towers look we've seen with Vooch and Tristan. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Javante Green, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or would you rather still have that Caruso punch coming off the bench? Because guess what, whether he starts or comes off the bench, Caruso's playing thirty minutes and he's closing. True to me, that's what matters. Yeah, absolutely right. And I've said this to you many times, Matt. The reason I one of the reasons I really love Billy Donovan is he is not beholden to any lineup. He'll try anything. That's a great point. You know, yeah. he's he's about winning, man. He's like, well, let's try it and see if it works. I don't know if it will. I don't know if it won't. But let's try it out and see. We've seen a million, a myriad of lineups out there, man. Some we've liked, you know, others we haven't. But the fact that he is about trying them and trying to do what's best for this team as far as you know getting them to win. That's why I love him, man. So, yeah, it's a possibility you can see Caruso out there doing it. It's a possibility you see Javante back doing that. He he wasn't terrible this season playing the four. He actually was kind of a revelation playing I'm, the four, I'm man. Javante fan. I, yeah. I think he's earned the starting four spot. Uh, I, I like the way the Bulls play with him out there in terms of pace, uh, just getting hands in passing lanes, deflections. Um, he's super active. I'm a big fan of Javante's. Mm-hmm. And to Matt's point, uh, it doesn't really matter to me who starts. It's it's more about not only who closes, but what are the sort of rotations that Billy plays with throughout the course of the game. Mm. Is he going to that lineup that I mentioned with uh, Crusoe, Zach, Lonzo, Demar, and Vooch that has been so dominant yeah. in such a short period of time? True. Shout out to our guy Jamal from Bull Central hanging hey, out with us on Mo. YouTube. Oh, obvious shirts is in the building. What's hey, going, yeah. on? What's going I on? I actually almost wore my Joe Kim Noah Cleveland obvious shirt today. Oh, where? But I mean, I wear a lot. I instead went with you know Dennis and Jean Claude. Oh, double. how many times did you watch that movie though? Oh, uh, dozens, <laughs> dozens. Yeah, I tracked down a VHS copy when I was like nine years old, dozens? and then I watch it pretty much every weekend. Wow, man, have you watched Double Team? Have you seen this movie? It's been. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yes, it has. We're right. talking about older movies. I got to rewatch Rocky yeah. last night. I got to got to get into gotta it. Got to get to work. Yes, sir. Also, also <laughs> you 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 poor people who have apparently only watched Mrs. Doubtfire the one time. I saw it one time. It's a great movie. Rewatch Mrs. Doubtfire. Rewatch Double Team. That's your. <laughs> you guys are talking about Frasier before we went on this. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're we're going back. All they do, Frasier, you guys. All Grammer. they do is make references. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer's my spirit. The nineties were a great time. Do we? 
Very solid time. Also, also solid time. pretty great time in Bulls 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 Pretty good time for Bulls Pretty good time in Bulls land. That's true. Um, all right, so going back to this whole idea about the Bulls not beating top teams, Billy Donovan even saying, hey, maybe we're not ready for this. Maybe we're not even all the way there when we get guys healthy. I appreciate that comment from Billy. Sure. Because I don't see that as a coach moving the goalposts. I see that as a coach acknowledging the reality of where they are. Yeah. yeah and, yeah, yeah. you know, making sure everyone else acknowledges that reality. His One of his newest uh, players, Tristan Thompson, had an interesting different take after their it. loss to the Sixers last night when being asked about losing to good teams. Check this out. Uh, this was towards the end of what he had to say. And, and Will, you were listening in on, on that postgame Zoom with Tristan. Basically, he referenced playing on that Cleveland team mm. uh, a few years back that got swept by the, the, the superstar Hawks, right? The, the four, the four, all-star, four Hawks, all-star Hawks, including your, your twin brother, Kyle Korver. <laughs> and saying, ain't no, you know, ain't no big thing. We, they swept us in the regular season. We swept them in a mm. best-of-seven playoff series. Mm. And ending that thought with, we got a big three. That's really fucking good. Well, the question... It's <laughs> going down, baby! The question in between there was... Like, you guys had a LeBron. Right. What do the Bulls do? And that was his answer. Yeah. We got a big three. That's really fucking good. And they do. They do. Yeah. I, but I think it's fair to say that as much as we're loving DeMar and maybe getting ready to see him finish top five in MVP voting, mm-hmm. maybe if maybe. he has a little upswing again in the final stretch of 15 or so games, mm-hmm. um, that's still not the same thing as 2016 LeBron. I don't think. Well, sure. Not many things are. (laughs) But I I like the fact that his mind state is there, though. That lets me know he is all about the team. It brings everything that you've been talking about to this team. He's a goon. He wants to play hard. He's going to be the one that is sort of the enforcer Mm -hmm. that's talking everybody up. So he's doing his job. He's doing his job. He's He's as advertised so far, man, is what Tristan Thompson's been. Shout out to TJ in the comments who said, "What's up, guys? I hate, I may hate Grayson Allen more than the Packers, and that's saying a lot. That's saying a Guess lot. <laughs> you don't need to worry about it because they're all north of that Illinois Wisconsin border, and everything north of that border is garbage. So hate away, <laughs> hate them all, hate them all. I actually had the same question for you, Matt. Yeah. After uh, after the Rogers news broke this morning, who, who would you rather?" If you had to, like, you know, get lunch with one of them, spend the day with one wow. of them. Wow. Oh, wow. Grayson Allen or, or Dude, A-Rod. Wait, so wait, just brace yourself for this answer is what I'm about to tell you. You're phrasing that question as if it's like, which one would you be more willing to grit your teeth and bear it? No, no, just, sorry, sorry. Which one would Big Dave have to physically hold you back? See, from? there it is. <laughs> which which one would I prefer to have the opportunity to do horrible things to? There, that, now, that's a better pet that. question. That's a pet question um, right there. And I, and I have to say, I mean, as much as I think Grace Allen is a giant piece of shit, Aaron Rodgers is the clear answer. He's been torturing Bears fans for years. Mm. I don't know. I'm, it might be Grayson for me, man, because of the dirtiness of, of what we see him do. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been trying to injure people and trying to take out Io I, with the knee, man. You don't think Aaron Rodgers has been trying to injure people? He's injured your oh, heart. I've been, I've been <laughs> immunized. <No. laughs> Vaccines are dumb. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers never tried to hurt anybody. <laughs> Get out of here with that nonsense. Man, That, but Grayson Allen, that's what he's been doing since college. All right? That's just True. been his M.O., man. This Aaron Rodgers thing is new. <laughs> like it, had, it took it took a global pandemic to realize. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> so this was new, man, going with, with him. But he has definitely broken a lot of hearts about among Bears fans, man. But Grayson Allen, man, he's really trying to injure people out there. I don't think I have the emotional capacity right now to think about the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> 
All that smart man, man, Will is smart. All, all that, all that Russell Wilson to the Bears talk about a year ago. This time, oh, now man. he's off to Denver, and why? Off because Rodgers is not off to Denver. Oh man! Oh my goodness! How's um, that your backup plan? Like, well, yeah, let's go get Russell Wilson. Too. Damn, hey man, that's Peyton, awesome. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning won a Twilight Years Super Bowl in yeah. Denver. Russ, Russ is no, I'm saying it's awesome. Follow that same path. You no, know, I love Russell Wilson, man. It's one of my favorite quarterbacks. All right. Um. So before we wrap up this this topic about the Bulls losing to the elite team. Mm-hmm. what their coach has said about it, what uh, Tristan has said about it. We've seen them get blown out by the Warriors twice. Yeah. We saw them get blown out by the Suns, even though the final score of that game was a three-point margin. That was a blowout. Um, the Heat blew them out earlier this season. They did. But that's when the Bulls were the COVID Bulls, and they dressed, you know, eight guys, yeah. half of whom are yeah. G League players. The Dwayne Detman game, as right. I call it, yes. <laughs> I think when you look at their losses to Philly, mm-hmm. now four of them, there are two losses to Milwaukee. Uh, like, the, the East elite teams that we're worrying about seeing in maybe a second-round playoff series, mm-hmm. I think the Bulls have kept almost all of those games close. They have. Winnable up until the end. I think the Sixers game last night kind of got away from them as that fourth quarter progressed. Yeah. But they weren't out of it when that fourth quarter started. No, they, they were definitely in all of those games. That's true. And it, it does give you hope. Now, that could be a good thing and a bad thing. Because some people can take that hope and say, oh, man, as soon as we get these guys, we're sweeping them. That's what's going to happen. But I think more so I think along the lines of, no, if we get these guys back, then I know we're not going to be 0-14, you know what I'm saying, against these teams. They're, they're winning a couple of those games at least. It, it's just a bizarre – I mean, you rarely see 0-14. Yeah. You, you like, yeah. win games here and there. Yeah, true. The Bulls have really taken care of bad teams and gotten taken care of by good teams. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of a strange – thing going on especially with covid mm-hmm. uh players missing games due to injury and covid throughout yeah. the course of the season so um i mean what do you guys think I, for me even when healthy i think they're a half step to maybe a full step behind mm-hmm. some of these teams uh the full step i think 76ers mm-hmm. um half step the heat the bucks um the celtics maybe i think mm-hmm. they can compete with any of these teams but it also is just about what are the expectations of this and and looking at it through the lens of where did we expect to see them mm. when the season started? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing Tristan Thompson was saying last night in the press conference was the Bulls had a great start mm-hmm. to the season. He obviously wasn't there, but teams are keying in on them now. Yeah, They're game true. planning, and this is when you have to start adjusting, when Billy Donovan has to figure out what works uh, to sort of get on the other side of this. And, you know, five-game losing streak, got some winnable games coming up here, mm-hmm. but – there's going to have to be some adjustments that come, especially when the playoffs start. And that's the best way you can show that teams are kind of showing their respect to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. It's because now you're game planning for them. Now yeah. you're trying to take away what they do best. Now De- DeMar DeRozan is seeing those double teams. Now Zach Levine is seeing the best defender on their team guard him. Now Vooch, they're trying to take away what he does best, you know, yep. as far as the passing is concerned. So that's the respect that the Bulls are getting. And again, they've not, a lot of those players, including Vooch, have not been in this position to where they are the they are the hunted, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and not the hunter. They are the hunted. They are the one teams are coming after. So this is new for a lot of guys on the team, man. And I think Billy is right in, in what he said earlier. Um, he he let them know, yeah, maybe we're not there, but you know, I think they're on the right track, and I think that we can become that kind of team. I like how he's telling you guys, it's like we might not be there, but we're still working on it. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that we're trash out right. here. We're still working on it. We can get to that point. 
that's letting you know, man. I, I love that kind of coach right there that has that kind of honesty because it's not throwing your team under the bus or calling them trash or anything right. like that. It's that's, being kindly honest to them, but being harsh enough where they can take that medicine. You know? That's exactly what he was saying after the game, too. Like, we need to look ourselves in the mirror here. Mm-hmm. And if I'm too worried about being disappointed or frustrated about a losing streak, I'm not spending my time trying mm. to get these guys better. Right. So, right. And this is a team that has already met their win total from last season, if I remember correctly. 39. So you still have all of these games in front of you to improve upon last season Mm -hmm. as far as your win-loss record. And you still, you know, knock on wood, assuming nothing goes absolutely horribly, batshit crazy wrong, have an opportunity to play in, compete in, and maybe even win a playoff series to show yet another step of growth. Mm -hmm. And if you have to realize that you're not suddenly one of the top two best teams in the East – a lot of which those teams in the East got better along with the Bulls this offseason. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That is okay. Mm-hmm. That's a great point, too, because, you know, the Bulls beat the Celtics early on in the season. They Celtics did. are a different team now. They're mm-hmm. playing at a different level. Mm-hmm. They acquired Derek White. They're the best defense in the league by far. Mm-hmm. Teams, like, identities change over the course of the season. The Bulls started out great, and they're kind of sliding now. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, some of these other teams are getting healthy and getting better. You know, you have to get hot at the right time. Yeah. The Bulls still have time to do that. There's almost 20 games left. Mm-hmm. They have time to get healthy. I think they'll they'll be okay. <laughs> Peaks and valleys, man. Uh, speaking of that's okay, we put out a poll earlier today about the Bulls uh, and playoff expectations from their fans. Before we do that, because it's going to be a fun conversation, Big Dave, <laughs> tell the people how you can have some fun and make some money. I plan on that little thing called points bet. Oh, you know what? I know why you guys tune in. All right. You tune in for three reasons. One, the cool, docent tones of that man, Matt Peck. All the amazing stats and the more incredible hair of that man, (laughs) Will Gottlieb, over here. And you want to hear about points bet. We know it. It's the best way to support CHGO. And it's download the points bet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Points Bet is your home for live in-game betting. Now, we're most excited for Points Bet's new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. Mm, parlay mm, Peck is happy. Mm, you know mm. he is. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game parlay only with Points Bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more, you can boost your live same game parlays, people. Come on now. And also, for people out there that are in Illinois, in the hometown, you can sign up online. No more going down there in the snow or in the heat because those are the only two things that happen here in Chicago. Snow and heat. You don't have to leave for none of that, y'all. You stay home and sign up online. You can download the PointsBet app today. Register your account from start to finish all from your phone. Signing up is the fastest sports book. It's now easier than ever. And you can start living your bet life in seconds. Check out the link in the description below. Use the code CHGO, and that will get you two risk-free bets for $2,000. Two Gs, y'all. Come on, man. Now, once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Bet life. Do mm. that. Do that. Love Show listening to these life. ad reads. Our, our, pals, our pal Salim saying, great, Dave's going to make me gamble all my money away. Just can't say no to the genius level salesman. Hey, man, he's not going to make you gamble all your money away. He's going to help you gamble all your money into more 
Money. More money. Don't you want especially, more? You get free bets. You get, especially with promo code CHGO. Two down, baby. Get you two Gs. All right, you, you, got, you guys want to hear what I threw down for uh, the first of the TNT oh, leg I? tonight? Parlay pick. Uh, Pel- Pelicans and Grizzlies. Come on with it. So I got a five. I got a five-leg parlay. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Grizz money line. Uh, I'm taking Kyle Anderson over okay. six and a half points. I'm taking McCollum, 20-plus points. Ja, 25-plus points. And Steven... The Gigantor Adams <laughs> over ten and a half rebounds, mm. uh, and those that's plus seven fifty on the odds on that five leg parlay. And then on top of that, on the side, okay, I had to because he's your guy, my man, John Morant, yes sir, forty two and a half over points, rebounds, assists. Ooh, you know I'm rolling with that. I man. regretted not doing that with Giannis on Friday. I regretted not doing that with Embiid last night. I'm doing it with John tonight, y'all. And I mean, Will said both of those things, that you should go ahead and put your money on that because that was going to happen. The problem is they're not playing the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Although, especially if Brandon Ingram is a late scratch, you got to feel good about the Grizzlies winning that game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And John Morant, you just bet John Morant regardless. It's what you on do. It's John, man. That's what he does. All right, uh, moving along to our uh, next talking point. We put out this poll earlier today from mm. our CHGO underscore Bulls Twitter account. Follow, Follow. it if you aren't already, people. Follow. And uh, this, the question is, I think, a fairly straightforward one. Where we are now, how far do you see the Bulls having to go mm-hmm. for you to call that season, this season, a successful one? Mm-hmm. Four options. Just avoid the play-in and whatever happens, happens. A hard-fought first-round exit, so that means, you know, no first-round sweep. The mm-hmm. Bulls got to at least push a first-round series to six or seven games, right. and you'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Second-round exit or make the conference finals. Uh, we've got a little over 800 votes now. Nice. And as you can see from the results, overwhelmingly, the winner with 58% of the vote is most Bulls fans think this team has got to reach the second round to consider this season a successful one. Mm. Uh, behind that. Hard-fought hard first-round exit with 18% mm. of the vote. Conference finals, 13% of the vote. 11% of the vote, just avoid the play-in. Yeah. So the option that is the nicest option received the fewest amount of votes. <laughs> and let me show you all my shocked face. <laughs> Pick shocked face, baby! <laughs> oh, hey. We just got a sneak peek at our next talking point, yeah, y'all. How do you like that? Face. Show them that uh, shocked face one more time, Matt. Oh, look at it. Drink that in with the double team shirt. This is my shocked face. <laughs> oh. about Bulls, ha- Bulls fans having wildly high expectations. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. I love you. Yes, You're a you little are crazy, You're but I love you. I love it. Uh, guys, what do you think about th- these poll results? Uh, it's so interesting um, because the, the term, I, I, I have them going to the second round. That's, that's why I had them, you know, from the beginning, like kind of going to second regardless round. of the first round matchup, regardless of the first round matchup, okay. I had them going to the second round um, because again, in my head, they were playing a team that was going to be a lesser tier team that I'm like, yeah, they can beat that team and they can go to the second round when the season, when they were doing it in the preseason and everything like that, I was like, just get to the playoffs, go to the first round. Yep. We'll be fine. Once I saw it, <laughs> you know, the expectations went up. I'm like, yeah, give me the second round. But to consider it a success for me, it's already been a success for me, all right? Because of what I've seen, what I've I had to that deal with for the past four or five years. Do you all not remember this foolishness? There's Neuralize a reason. Yourself. There's a reason I got to carry this neuralizer around, man. <laughs> all right? Do you know what we had to deal with? Come on, man. No, we had some foolishness. We had to deal with 
Nope. You know what? I almost went there. You know, it almost got me. I'm not doing it. Not going there. But I know we had to deal with. All right. So what I'm seeing now, like I said, knowing that this team hasn't had to deal with these long losing streaks, hasn't had to deal with incompetence, knowing that the basketball IQ is high, knowing that they actually know how many players need to be on the court at one time. That thing is perfect for me. No, I'm not watching people run into each other when they're trying to take game-winning shots. Like, I'm just excited to watch competent, good basketball. I have an MVP caliber kind of guy. Thank you. I did yeah. go there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. I Come did. on now. You Thank can't. You. You I can't. did. I did. The real he who must not be named. You can't even reference Denzel without saying his name and not getting neuralized for that. That's fair. That's very fair. That's very fair. G League sensation, Denzel Valentine. Yes. What up, Fred? But yeah, man. But. Uh, that's the success for me is the fact that I'm enjoying watching the Bulls every single night and every single night they have a chance to actually win a basketball game. Save for maybe the last five, but (laughs) I think if you look at the standings too right now, I mean, they're four and a half games out of the one seed, Mm. which I think at this point is, you know, it would be difficult to to make up that many games, but they're also four and a half games out of the play-in. So Mm -hmm. if they were to fall to the play-in when you have teams like the Cavs who are also sliding Ricky Rubio's after the year. Jared Allen just broke his finger thumb. Yes, I'm not finger, sure yeah. which. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they obviously brought in Karis Levert, but I don't see them overtaking the Bulls, uh, despite only being a game and a half back. And then the Raptors, I mean, I'm a huge Nick Nurse fan. Love Nurse. what the Raptors do from a player development standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching them in the finals, just have a ton of respect for everything about that organization. But, I mean... They're playing, they're going six deep right now and playing Fred Van Vliet 49 minutes a game. It's just, I I don't see them making up that much ground either. So if they get into, if they fall to the play in, I would be really surprised and disappointed about that. I think, you know, in terms of where they end up in the playoffs, uh, I I went between hard fought first round and making it to the second round. Ultimately, I went with hard fought first round because Mm -hmm. there are five really good teams in the playoffs. Bingo. And then there's the Nets who maybe they're stuck they're in the really play and I imagine that they'll get out of that game. But uh, there's a lot of good teams out East. And mm-hmm. if they are super competitive and can build on something for next season when everybody's healthy, mm-hmm. hopefully DeMar will be as good as he has been this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be, you know, obviously sad that they're not going further, but pretty happy with the results, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, and, it's largely going to be all based on that first-round matchup, who they draw. And that might, for me, change a little bit how I feel about it. If mm-hmm. the Bulls get what I deem to be a winnable matchup in round one, meaning like I come in, into it thinking that they are the favorites, mm-hmm. whether it be home court or otherwise, I, I, I doubt right now that I would consider the Bulls a favorite as the team that's not the home court team mm-hmm. in the first round. Yeah, so what are the winnable matchups? I mean, I... I, I <sighs> I think sorry to punch on the spot Boston, there. Boston, <laughs> Boston, I would say, is winnable, but it's getting harder and harder to say that mm-hmm. after what you have mentioned, the way that they've been playing recently. True, right? Like Boston's, like you know, on any of these analytics sites, like the five, they're they're the number one title yeah. favorite right now right. with yeah. some of the some they're, of the advanced so metrics that they're playing. They've had. Great. I mean, yeah, they're playing great. Brooklyn, crazy to say, is a my team dream that, is for Brooklyn to get the seventh seed when they're playing when they're playing and then have to play Philly in the first round. Right. The I mean, content I, would be great. The comedy would be great. Oh. But also, like, they're just going to throw knockout punches right. after knockout punch mm-hmm. and go seven games, hopefully. Yeah. I, I think you could also 
throw the Cavs out there as a team that you you wouldn't feel terrible about in mm-hmm. round one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously not wishing injury upon anybody, but especially if they don't have a healthy Jarrett Allen that's come huge. playoff yeah. time. That's huge. Because a lot huge. of Bulls fans are saying, oh, the size, the size, the size with mm-hmm. Cleveland. Uh, but I think, you know, outside of that, like, that's a winnable matchup. I, I think our pie-in-the-sky first-round matchup that Bulls fans are like, well, you know, let's just root for Charlotte or Atlanta to win their, you know, their play-in game, and then mm-hmm. we'll get to play them in round one. I think those those are off the table now. Cause yeah, because you're in in that scenario needing the Bulls to finish with the one of the top two seeds. Yeah, and that's not happening. Yeah, I Go think best case scenario is, and like you said, you hate to see injuries of any kind. But if they can get up to that three seed and play the Cavs in the first round, mm-hmm. I would feel I would feel good about that. And that's a matchup where I would be, you know looking for them to win and, yeah. and be a little bit disappointed if they didn't come out of that first round. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I would be disappointed if they couldn't beat Cleveland. Right. Yeah, so he's right. Wh- while we are kind of talking about how maybe it's best to temper expectations, uh, <laughs> Bulls fans saying, hey, give me at least a second round to call this season a success. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, you know, the, the flip side of that coin, uh, Torian in the YouTube comments brings it up here, and I think it's a fair point that he makes after having a taste of the first seed. Mm-hmm. And DeRozan breaking these records with this season he's having, a first-round exit would hurt. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. If the Bulls get bounced in the first round, I am going to take it not well. <laughs> not well. Especially considering the Bulls fans are going to have to stock, stock the up. fridge with a bunch of beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, actually, that's not the thing you want to do. <laughs> like, don't do that. No. That's, ar- that's already preemptively happened. <laughs> yeah. oh my the beer goodness. fridge is full, and there's some beer in the actual fridge fridge. Oh, sad drunk, Matt? I don't know if you want to see that, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Honestly, though, between now and you know the first couple of games of their, their first-round playoff series, it's, oh. it's, it's happy drunk, Matt. Because I'm just okay. going to be happy that the Bulls are a freaking playoff team again. That's very like true. Like you said, yeah. we've been through some shit, y'all. <laughs> Jeez. A lot of things have happened. Uh, I feel you on that uh, as far as you, you feeling the disappointment. Um, and honestly, I feel that that's courtesy and a credit to the Bulls, honestly, for setting those expectations now that high just at how well they have been and how well they have played. Because I don't think coming into the season, a lot of people had those expectations. I know National Pundits didn't have those expectations for the Chicago Bulls, man. But I think there were several fans who didn't feel like the Bulls would even be battling like they are right now, trying to get you know, up to a three seed or do something like that. So, yeah, man, like I feel your disappointment. But for me, that just shows like just how good the Bulls have been and how much they've defied the expectations this season. And again, it's all about how teams are playing recently. Mm-hmm. Bulls right now, recently, their last five games, obviously, have not been playing well. Without Lonzo and Crusoe, they've been almost the worst defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, you know, like Joey's saying behind the camera here is that, Joey. like, the Celtics are playing out of their minds. You yeah. have teams like the Sixers who are just getting going with Harden and Embiid. Um, so I, I think that plays into not only uh, what these catch-all, like, you know, season prediction numbers are saying, but also – just like the expectations moving forward. The Bulls had a great run at the beginning of the season. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Set us up for success, banked a ton of wins, um, and effectively kept them out of the play-in tournament, knock on some wood here. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think you also have to be able to reset those expectations when the team starts to not play as well and when other teams start to get hot. Mm. 
Uh, Jay Guilty in the comments saying this season is already a success. So he agrees with you, Dave. Uh, not having Matt Thomas play anymore. <laughs> Bulls need to drop Matty Ice and sign. Oh, no, 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 no. See, you, you had him. You, you had him like him. 80% of the way through that. See, comment. Yo, he had him and he was with him. And look at the Shout final out to thing. C Red Fred. Here, let right? me finish it for you. You should drop Matty Ice and sign C Red Fred. Oh, just watching Matt. Hey, just you know what? If they do, car crash it right C Red Fred will be too busy to spout his nonsense tweets that bug us Bulls fans that live in this world called reality. I'm telling you, Joey, you're gonna have to get a C Red Fred counter up here. I'm telling you, man. All right, noted. He started it. <laughs> okay. The commenter started it. I didn't start it. <laughs> Oh man, dude! Like, yeah, I feel it's it's a success. It's just been fun. Like, the the joy. Like, I haven't seen him this happy in in the three years I've known him. Like, remember that? Like, I've not seen him this happy about this team, man. In the three years I've known, it's my crazy. Man. The story of you two meeting, I just found out about it. Was that you met at an audition for Bulls Outsiders? Yes. Yeah. And I figured you guys were like childhood friends. <laughs> like, you met when you were four years old. That we get that a lot. Yeah, that's why we get that a lot. We get that a lot, which man. is funny because we are so different yes. in a lot of ways. Incredibly different in so many ways, man. But the same in a in a ton of same, ways. Same, same. Yeah. Also, but I different. think that if we were friends all the way back to childhood, we would no longer be friends now because <laughs> I I would have driven Dave away. Oh, with, I with all my cynicism and my negativity. No, no, I'm no. still. You guys balance each other out. Line, it's a great. That's gonna happen, Dave. Dave, one day he's just gonna be like, you know what, Matt? I've had no. enough of your what? shit. No, no, no. One of, one of my greatest strengths and weaknesses <laughs> is I'm very loyal. <laughs> I'm a very loyal person, man. No, I'm, I'm rolling with Matt. And trust me, you're not the only friend I have like this, Matt. Trust me. I've got friends that are quite negative, can be negative sometimes. Shout out to my man, Tone. Peace, his family. What up, bro? But, yeah, but I still love him, man. I've known Tone since grade school. So, yeah, man. You, you in, Matt. You it's, good. got nothing to worry fine. about. Big, nothing, man. Big Dave is a, is a great philanthropist. He, he does charity work, and that charity work is being friends with me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My, my thank you tolerable thank self. you thank you um, i want my trophy <laughs> all right so i think if you make it out of the second round i mean sorry make it out of the first round to the second round this is me i'm ecstatic and mm. i'm calling that a wild wild success of a mm. season for the bulls mm. if they get bounced in round one yes it will be devastating it will be heart-wrenching mm -hmm. but i wouldn't consider it a failure mm -hmm. given everything that we've endured this season and given everything that this new regime endured and what they inherited. Right. Let, let me ask you, um, with what you said change, mm -hmm. if you, if depending on the Bulls having home court advantage or not? Yeah, I mean, I guess in the sense that I would be more disappointed right. if they have home court in round one right. and don't win that series. Yes, okay. absolutely. Got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. If they don't have home court in round one, I, I will look at that series and say, Bulls are probably going to lose this series. Right. Yeah, right. the Bulls are 15 Bulls, and 16 on the road. Right. right. Somebody just mentioned, uh, shout out to Torian in the comments, mentioning that road record. The Bulls, compared to other teams with records well above 500 overall, have an awful, awful record on the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, they're 24 and 10 at home. And a lot of that has to do with when guys like Chris Alonzo, mm -hmm. uh, Vooch missed like almost a month mm -hmm. early on. DeMar missed games, Zach missed games. So there's a lot of noise there, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, if you can stay in, in those top four seeds and guarantee yourself home court in the first round, that would be ideal. But, and, you know, also credit to Bulls fans. Like, I think this Bulls team's playing well at home because they have a really exciting electric atmosphere again. You see, baby. I mean, man, you know, Dave, you and I have been to a bunch yeah, of games this season. That's true. 
watching the roof blow off of that place after a big play, I mean, it was dead. Dude, even when a couple of seasons ago, oh, it, I mean, so like, we, we, you know, last season was no one was allowed <laughs> right, because COVID. Right, right, right. Season prior to that, before COVID shut down the league, that that Bulls stadium was not even fifty percent full. No, no, and that is why the Bulls were leading the NBA in attendance for. 20 years it was. it's true 30 years it's true and it was dead but even even that Knicks game during Joe Kim Noah night even though they took that loss like it was electric in there man especially during that comeback uh in that fourth quarter it was amazing wait Joe were you trying to were you trying to do something Jay I just want to say 37 cycles loving the live shows and wants to know you know how often we could be expecting these so give me the good news well, it's not quite the Beatles. It's not quite eight days a week, but we're going to give you five. Week, baby. We're going to well give done. you five, baby. Well not three, eight not four, <laughs> five days a week. Not six, not seven. Yes. Oh, we here, baby. What a Fifth. joke. We are here, sir. We are here. So, yeah, get ready to enjoy some more of this wonderfulness, man. I'm glad you're here. Tell your friends. Follow us social media, all that good stuff. Drop man. a like, drop a like in the video, helps other people find the show. Another good question here, just about Billy's coaching, bringing up some past criticisms from his OKC days, and, you know, too isolation heavy, too much hero ball. What do you guys think about that? You know, I, I had said to Matt when they got uh, Billy Donovan, uh, the issues I had with him, I wasn't concerned about because there were issues that had to deal with them being in the playoffs. And I'm like, that was <laughs> way down the line. And I, I wasn't even going to worry Bulls about that. Bulls are two that. years away from being two years away. You know what I'm Exactly, playoffs. exactly. But my only issue I ever had with Billy Donovan was um, the rotations I would see him do in OKC. Like, he would just really kind of stick with that. You know, even if it wasn't working, even if you're like, no, I know you need to enter a, a, a bigger guy or a smaller guy at this point, whatever. He stuck with that lineup, and I saw them lose a lot of those series because of that reason. Um, maybe he's changed that now. Uh, like I said, I've, I haven't seen him be beholden to any lineup with the Chicago Bulls uh, so far. Uh, but that dude is a damn good, incredible coach, man. Like, the way that – look at just how the improvement of the players on the team. You know what I mean? And not just the coaching either, but the entire vibe that he kind of presents for those players, man. He makes it comfortable for mm -hmm. those guys to be there and to be their best self. Io is probably the best um, – uh, example of that. His best quality is that he's a player's coach. Yeah. That shines through both in his ability to like command the locker room. I mean, guys play hard for him. You've seen that every single year of his career, not just with the Bulls. But also, he really adapts his system to the kind of players that he has around him. So, mm. you, know, you think back to the Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, uh, yeah. SGA days Amazing. with OKC. Yeah. They were even playing Lou Dort at the four there. That's another right. Right. super small lineup that maybe the Bulls replicate. Mm. Um He's also had seasons with Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and Russell Westbrook. So I think he's a really creative, um, like, he has really creative ways to sort of get everybody on board. Maybe the X's and O's stuff isn't at the, you know, Eric Spolster level. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, <laughs> you have, like, three or four coaches at the top of the league where they're really adding, you know, a handful of wins on in a playoff game or in, you know, the regular season. Billy, I don't think, is quite there, but I think he does a great job of just getting everybody on board. And then he's also put together a ton of good defenses. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We see that yes, a lot. That's very true. And hopefully we will see that again in the future when <laughs> Lonzo and Caruso are back. Uh, I think that's so a great true. point. Like, he, he gets everyone on board, and, like, he's a player's coach. This is a league where that matters. You know, you got yeah. a guy like Zach Levine. He's, he's looking at free agency this offseason. This is, you know, the NBA has shown – 
could be all good one day, and, and the next day your star player is asking for a trade. Like, I right. think that's a, a huge quality for – you know, a team that's looking to have some continuity with their stars. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, credit to Zach for maintaining professionalism throughout, I think we all know how he feels about his most recent coach before Billy. Mm. And, I mean, this is – and he talked about this coming into this season that uh, having Billy back-to-back here, yeah. the first time in his NBA career he's going to have the same head coach for two full seasons that's consecutively. That's so wild. That's wild. Here in the NBA. <laughs> that's wild. It's like, it, like, I heard that, and I was like, oh, my God, Jay Cutler and offensive coordinators. <laughs> it's the same nightmare all over again. Ah! <laughs> wake me from this hell. Shh. It's all right, Matt. Sun's going down, big fella. Where's my blankie, Dave? Where's this, my blankie? This is the eighth. My blankie's eighth getting season. dark. Like a beer bottle. It's getting dark, big it. fella. It's all right. It's all right, man. It's all right. But, yeah, man, I, I feel you, man. Like, Zach's been through a lot. But that's why I talk about a lot. Like, this team is learning so many new things. And, I mean, so many new positive things. They know how to be bad. You know what I mean? They know yes. what losing is. They know what this stuff feels like. And all this why, winning, all this success, all this love is brand new to them, man. That's why Zach has been really impressive to me this year is that he's taken sort of a backseat to DeMar. Mm. And he's always wanted to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to have the self-awareness of, like, yeah, I want to be that guy, but my teams are – in the 20s and 30s and wins every right, year. Exactly. So we're going to bring in somebody who can, you know, compliment me. And what, what does that mean? Mm. Taking a lot of the ball handling responsibilities, the late game, you know, decision making out of his hands. And it's benefited the Bulls. So credit to Zach, Absolutely. credit to Billy for um, being able to make sure that top down, this thing is in line. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna get there. there. There has been progress. Jay Kelly says, get that man his damn blankie. I need it. I need it. A blankie or a beer. I Wait, what was the Avengers reference that I missed? Oh, that was. Oh, they heard it. Good job, guys. Way to catch that. I knew Matt wasn't going to catch that. <laughs> Way to catch that. That's what they tell the Hulk when he's hawking up. What would you say? I said, the sun's getting low, big fella. You know, it's getting dark out there. That's the secret for Matt. He's always, yeah, he's always angry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well done. Ah. Well done. Clap that up for Joey right there. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well done. All right, guys. Uh, moving along. Um, other injury update that we did get in addition to the stuff earlier today about Caruso, Lonzo, P-Dub. We got a yet another questionable tag for Vooch mm. earlier today for the game against the Pistons tomorrow. Um, Tristan Thompson has now played six games with the Bulls. We could be looking at another Tristan start at center Tomorrow night, if Vooch is out again, um, you know, Will, I know that that we can preface this with small sample size at mm-hmm. six games, but for all of those Bulls fans hoping that Tristan would be this team's savior on the buyout market, has I mean, his numbers are bad, <laughs> but his but the Bulls numbers the Bulls on off numbers for for uh, Tristan are even worse when he's off the floor than when he's on the floor. Mm-hmm. I think this is th- the story is. Tristan came on board. The Bulls got a win against Atlanta and then played a bunch of really good teams and yeah, lost all of them. Exactly. <laughs> Ding. Schedule, schedule has a ton to do with it. Yeah. And, you know, we saw the Tristan and Vooch lineup. Uh, Mark Karanzilis wrote a great piece for us on the website about it. You should go check it out. Absolutely. Um, Tristan is like a fine backup five at this point. That's it. And the Bulls have much bigger issues right now than who is their backup five. Uh, I, I think the Derek Jones Jr. at – Backup five is an interesting little wrinkle they could go to. I might write something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to change up the activity, you know, space the floor a little bit, attack off the off the bounce. Um, Tristan provides offensive rebounding. Mm-hmm. He's a fine screener, um, and he can make that little floater despite uh, 
that warm up video when he like missed six in a row. Yeah. I feel like he's hit every single floater since doing that. When he was using the boozer shot from three feet out, where he's yeah. like, "Let me see if I can just you know nick one of the raptors, <laughs> or I mean one of the, one of the banners in the rafters yeah. before this goes back down." Yeah, he's been. It's been interesting, man. I I hate that word savior. You know what I'm saying? That I've, I've heard it a lot this season for right. for Bulls and certain players like Patrick Williams and him like. Your savior is never in the form of a backup center. Yes. <laughs> okay? Never. Ever, ever, ever. It's 2022, guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in 92. In 82. It's never your backup center. You know what I'm saying? That's never the case. Yeah, um, Salim with a I great I don't know, man. Here. Brian Williams, a.k.a. Bison Delay, 97 title run. Yeah. That is a savior of a backup center. Yeah, but I still have Michael Jordan. That's the savior. Oh. You know what I'm saying? He was help. Bulls don't win you know that title mean? without him, man. I agree, but he was help. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't saving us. You know what I'm saying? It was it was help. Like, oh man, that really helps us at the center position. No, the savior is the dude that's dropping 30. That's your savior right there. Oh um, it's the dude who's hitting game winners. Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. That that's your savior. And then Pippen that goes with that, you know what I'm saying, and on down the line. But no, shout out Bison there. He was huge for the Bulls. Uh colossal for them, man. And they don't win that without him. He definitely was part of that helpful. Helping, but Tristan Thompson is exactly what I thought he was going to be so far. Like he's coming in, done everything I thought he was going to do. He's being a backup center who's better than Tony Bradley. Like, and Tony Bradley was just so bad <laughs> in the last game against Embiid. Embiid, mind you, they said, you know what? We're going to go with Derrick Jones Jr. over you. He, you're seven feet tall and huge. They still were like, nah, we got this. You know, let's try something else right here. No, man, he's been better than that. And that's all I really needed him to be, right? It was better than Tony Bradley where I could say, dude, take a seat. I got somebody else right here. Our, our pal Salim said the same thing. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's an upgrade to your previous backup center who was not giving you a whole lot. <laughs> not, not a lot. Not uh, a lot. What, what do you think, Will? Did you say you might be writing something about that with, with DJJ and maybe some more minutes as a backup small ball five? Because we saw Billy go to that earlier on this season. Yeah. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty solid. It's right. got, you know, it can be used at times. Like you said, probably not going to work against Joel Embiid. <laughs> you know, they've got like a 6'5 guy trying to front. Embiid in the post. It's right, not right. really going to happen. But, uh, yeah, just in terms of what he can provide as a role man, I thought early on in the season he had some good moments passing the ball. Um, he last night had a play where he kind of floated out to the corner and brought Embiid with him, which cleared out the paint. He ended up getting the ball and then just blowing right by him. So mm. I think it provides some some matchup, uh, some interesting matchup, you know, flexibility. But it's certainly not going to be something that they go to you know, 36 minutes a game. And that's where Vooch has to really be who mm. Vooch is supposed to be mm. for the Bulls to get where they want to go. Mm. All right, guys, with like the last 10 or so minutes we got before we get out of here, the last thing we wanted to touch on was just taking a quick peek at the Detroit Pistons, uh, the Bulls' next opponent tomorrow night, and what they have been up to lately. Mm. Check this out. The Pistons have been playing pretty well out of the mm. All-Star break. Mm. Um, they are, so they're actually six and four in their last 10, which mm. is better than the Bulls have done. But check this out. Out of the all-star break, they're five and two, which is the tie for the fourth best record in the mm. NBA compared to their 28th overall record in the NBA this season. You look at points per game, opponents points per game, mm. big jumps uh, in, in each of those categories. Same thing with offensive and defensive rating. Uh, net rating has gone from negative nine almost all the way back to even in this stretch of seven games out of the all-star break. And then one key for me, when you look at what the Pistons have done in this recent stretch of quality play, 
they're right around where they've been all season with free throw attempts mm. and rate. They're right around where they've been all season with three-point attempt rate and three-point attempt success. Mm -hmm. They are taking care of the basketball. Mm. They are overall the 22nd ranked team in the NBA as far as turnovers per game at 14.4. You see there in this stretch of seven games, they've whittled that down to 12.7, top 10 rating in taking care mm -hmm. of the basketball. And with that, you have also seen them get up more shots mm -hmm. in this stretch of games. That's another thing that the Pistons have done well all season long as a team mm -hmm. is crash the offensive glass. Yeah. You know who that spells trouble for? This Bulls team that yeah. has an issue with their opponents crashing the <laughs> offensive glass. Yeah, and shout out to uh, Marvin Bagley also. Uh, he's definitely been a help for them. Uh, since he's gotten over there. Uh, I've always liked him. I don't know why. Talk about a forgotten name. Yeah, man. I don't know why it didn't work in Sacramento, but a lot of things don't work in Sacramento, but it just hasn't been. Go ahead, Joe. You got one? Yeah, I was going to say, Matt, you want to give us the, uh, I think it's you, you want to give us points by pick of the week? Ooh. Pick of the week. Points bad, pick of the week. Was it was it my jaw one? Was it my like that Cody? Yeah, yeah, Cody like that one? I, like that one, Cody? Like Cody felt me. Yes, it was, I, Matt. He felt me. Yeah, my, my, my jaw Moran. Uh, the uh, 43 and a half. That is what he said. Yes. And assists. Yes. That is my points bet pick of the week, baby. Yep. Points bet, sign up, code CHGO. Obviously, while we're on CHGO, you know, take a visit to the website, allchgo.com. Subscribe. I believe the sign up right now gets you some dope merch. Shout it out does. to Luke Stuckmeyer. t shirt of yep. your choice. Yes. You get access to the Discord, to the members lounge, so a ton of perks that come. Some good access to the talent, and yeah, just a dope sign-up option. Everybody likes dope. I like the fact dope is said a lot by you right yeah, now. Yeah, for lack of a better term. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's an awesome term Stuck, to you. Stuckmeyer is really making sure that sticks. Oh, is that what he's <laughs> yeah. about? He's about that dopeness? Or he's about, about the that dope dopeness, merch. Man. Stucky's about that. You, you also got to feel good putting some money on the Bulls tomorrow night, right? Mm, I do, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't <laughs> I know about, so, man. I don't know about covering. I'm, I'm sure that they're probably going to be slight favorites against Detroit, right. even though that the game is in Detroit. Uh, again, this, this is a, a Pistons team with 18 wins. But they've been playing well recently, yeah, as we just saw in that graphic, and the Bulls have not. The Bulls are coming in on a five-game five skid. I'll take Bulls money line tomorrow night. I don't know if I'll take them to cover. This kind of screams trap game for me. Like Ooh, you're coming no. off, you're coming off five losses, five losses, and We've then you've got trapped. like one of the one of the worst three teams in the league, and you think maybe mm -hmm. you know it's just gonna be okay. So it feels like that so magic I, game to you. Like that they Orlando? just they gotta come out strong. Like okay. you can't mess around with any of these teams anymore. And it's March, April's yeah. coming up, playoffs are coming up. Yeah. You're fighting for position here. You can't just, like, waltz into any of these games at this point. Mm -hmm. So, assuming they come in with the right mentality, and, again, we're talking about Billy Donovan and his ability to get these guys mm -hmm. playing the right way, mm -hmm. hopefully it's not a problem. But, you know, I just don't want anything I hear you. Anything tricky coming I hear tomorrow. You, I think that fire has kind of been lit under them, though. Um, that time, we saw DeMar DeRozan tearing apart towels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? During he the literally time went – yeah, Hulk. yeah, he went he went full Hulk. He you know what I mean? He, they are not a happy team uh, right now. But real quick about the Pistons, uh, you know, being six and four, you know, in their last ten, yeah, you know, you look at the teams that they beat. You know, uh, they beat Boston, Charlotte, Cleveland, Toronto, the Pacers, uh, and the Hawks. Everybody outside of the Pacers, you know, is a, is a team that's trying, you know, vying for the playoffs, right. you know, and vying for position. But then you, it's funny because you look at the losses. Boston, Charlotte, and Washington. They lost to Washington two times. 
Um, and so they play, and all these teams are also in their conference. You know, that's the other big thing. These are Eastern Man, Conference the, opponents. That the Central doing. Division in the next. Ooh, Cade, boy. Mobley. Come on. Giannis. Mm-hmm. Mm. Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Tough out there. It's nice, man. It's nice. They they got some real nice things happening in the Central Division, man. And I'm just happy the Bulls are a part of that and might be one of the best teams going. And you That's know, a good thing. Cunningham and Sadiq Bay. We could talk about more uh, talk about this more at length when we do uh, pregame tomorrow night. But they've both improved their play in this stretch of games out of the All Star break. Mm. Cunningham's upped his points per game from 15 and a half to 21 and a half. Mm. Upped his shooting from 39 to 43. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Sadiq Bay. Same thing. Uh, he's upped his scoring uh, points per game by almost two, uh, and big jumps in his shooting percentages, 39 to 45, mm-hmm. and from 35 up to 37 behind the three-point line. Sadiq Bey's offensive rating at uh, post-All-Star break is up to 120 compared mm-hmm. to 107. Yeah, you all Peck bringing in the stats. That's oh, what he do, You love baby. to see it. You see Numbers, it. baby. You love to Numbers. see it. Love to see it. I'm a big Isaiah Stewart guy, too. He's, he's Stu. He's, he's nice. <laughs> yeah, I think man. he had a kind of tough – First half of the season, <laughs> he did. didn't play the way that I think people expected, but he's active. He's aggressive. Obviously, he had that whole thing with LeBron. Yeah. He's yeah. a goon level, Dude. baby. He's, he's a goon. goon. When that happened, I, I was like, get that guy on my team. <laughs> right, exactly. Get that guy on my exactly. team. He is but he's, perfect he's, he's a business. good player, too. I think he yes. can pass a little bit. He can rebound. Uh, the shooting is a work in progress, but he's yeah. willing to take shots. So mm-hmm. he, he's a nice player. Reminds me like a Charles Oakley kind of. That's kind okay. of what he reminds me of. And Oakley is a guy who didn't have that jump shot early on either. He had to get that later on, especially when he went a to the A modern Oakley. I like so, it. Yeah, I, that's kind of what reminds me of. Especially the goon qualities too. Big, <laughs> big goon energy. Big goon. Your name is Beef Stoop, man. That is the Beef best. <laughs> that is the best name, man. Honestly, I like. I, I think even Isaiah Stewart is a great name for an NBA player, but it's, it's like it's one of those instances where the nickname is even better than the actual name, <laughs> which is true. also really good. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. I was gonna say we got a comment. People are comparing your mustache pack to Ron Burgundy. Mm. Oh, wow, I think that's got to be a big deal for you. You know, reference guys gonna maybe say mad. break out an impression here for us or. You know, one-liner. Whole wheel of cheese. Actually, you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> you, you, you He's got a refrigerator. He just had it. He's in got the him bed. on deck. You He's got him on deck. Cheese? I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Wait. So wise, like a miniature Buddha. Covered <laughs> in hair. Wait, He's let's judge now. now Cody on one to ten. Cody, what's that? It's oh, an eight, eight, a solid eight. Off, off all right, wasn't even prepared. That's all right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Yeah, I need all of scotch. you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Joe, how, how your headphones, Joe? I'm deaf now. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> how your headphones? This well, burrito is good, but it is so filling. <laughs> Shout out Jack Black. Glass case Best of emotion. ever. Oh, man. All right, let's get out of here. You know why we got to get out of here? Because we got a, a TNT doubleheader to go watch tonight, guys. Yeah! We got his boy, John Morant, and the Grizz taking on the Pelicans. Mm. And then we got Clips Warriors oh. on, on deck late night. You know I'm throwing more points bets de- action down on that. And you should, too. One last reminder, y'all. Online sign-up available in Illinois. You can download the points bet app right now. Register your account from start to finish all on your phone. And don't forget that promo code. C-H-G-O. So, until next time, we'll see you Pistons Bulls pregame tomorrow night. Follow us on Twitter, CHGO underscore Bulls, Bulls underscore Peck. Bow, BWL Sports, at Won't Gottlieb.
For Joey and our team here at CHGO, for Will, for Big Dave, I'm Matt. See Red be good. Appreciate you, Bulls Nation. Mm -hmm. first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com